Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Thursday, or Friday, July 14th, 2023, and this is another episode of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's a Friday. It's Friday 10K giveaway. How we doing this morning? Coffee with Brian. Coffee with Brian. Good morning, Backwoods. How we doing? Canadian Farmstead. Good morning, how we doing, James? First at 6.55. Uh, in the future for me, it was uh, 5.55 here. But yes, you were. You were first. Pip is uh, Pip was uh, pounding in the in the Telegram chat this morning, I think, already. He was thinking uh, sunrise, sunrise before work. So hopefully he got to uh, check that out. Canadian, Canadian Farmstead says we should just use hashtag give the sats to Kyle. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Kyle said, show me the money. Uh, what are we drinking today? Uh, finishing off that pound of Ethiopian, uh, Ethiopian Peruvian mix from Food Forest Farms. If you are uh, looking for some good coffee, jump on there and uh, talk to Brian. Let him know what you drink currently, and uh, he he won't make fun of you as much as uh, most of us, and um, and then he'll uh, he'll make something, he'll blend something, he'll roast something that should fit your taste. The man is good enough to uh, to listen to where you grew up and where you started drinking coffee, and make an educated guess on what type of flavor profile you will like best, and he nails it. He nails it. Um, he is a man of the coffee for sure. So if you're looking for some uh, some super customer service uh, going with your coffee, uh, reach out to Brian at Food Forest Farms. You can find his site at foodforestfarms.com or you can uh, always find a link in the blog post for the show. Every day I tell what I'm drinking, I throw a uh, link to that coffee over on Brian's site. So just click on the link. You'll head on over there and you can grab some coffee. If you want uh, 5% off, you can use LOTS5, L-O-T-S, the number 5 for 5% off any order at uh, at foodforestfarms.com. So check it out. Check it out. I think everybody in the audience except for the far Canadian Farmstead has uh, has given old Scramblin's coffee a try. And that is only because he is up there north of the border and we'd have to smuggle it over in a case of maple syrup or something. So. Hey, good morning, Josh. How we doing? Josh, Renegade Butcher, hanging in. Um, Backwoods Butcher, Black Rifle Coffee, just black. It's pretty damn good. Black Black Rifle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better than Folgers, man. It is better than Folder Folgers for sure. Um, Backwoods says he needs to re up with Brian. Yeah. Talk to him. Talk to him and uh, figure out what you got to do. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Uh, Talking about residency. Getting residency is on the list. Uh, I'll have a little bit of a uh, a government rant, but uh, nothing too crazy for sure. Uh, Overall, I I can't complain for sure and got that done. And uh, that's one thing off the list of this trip that we needed to do. and talk about some other things. Talk about the camp host here, and uh, and some great chats I'm having, and some things we see that might uh, that might come out of this. But uh, Uncle B here is a fantastic. His camp is awesome, and uh, we got another another day and night here before we move along. So uh, that talk about that a little bit. Uh, I got a no- notification on my phone yesterday that uh, that spurred a little bit of uh, conversation. Probably a little later today. Um, <laughs> and then we will do that 10k giveaway for friday Ten thousand satoshis given away backwards butcher rolls in with uh the anarchy i don't know what that word means but i love it yeah for sure um from ricky uh from ricky bobby from talladega nights um james asked why south dakota over texas uh for uh, 
basically uh, what that comes down to is I started looking into domicile states uh, and South Dakota was right next to Minnesota. And we were supposed to do this when we left, um, when we left Minnesota. So I'll go down that road, why we picked it when I get talking about it. But uh, yes, we did pick Texas is another state you can domicile in. And uh, so are most of the income tax free states. So yeah, there is that. Anyway, that 10K giveaway, we're going to uh, use the hashtag today. We got uh, got our residency yesterday, so I went ahead and decided to do hashtag road trip. No, wait, why did it didn't it change? <laughs> Whoops! Hey guys, uh, don't do road trip. Do hashtag uh, South Dakota. <laughs> I changed it and it didn't save. Perfect. <laughs> then I read it off the off the screen. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. South Dakota. Hashtag South Dakota in the in the comments will get you entered in for that 10K at the end of the show today. We got a, probably a quick little uh, a quick little perfect cup uh, question of the day. It's uh, just kind of one word answers or things like that. Did you decide your answer? You didn't. Corey said she's going to bow out and pass. Um, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. All right, let's get to it. All right, it's time for the 120th edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel, t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed, L-O-T-S-F-E-E-D. Otherwise, follow me on Noster, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MeWe, or LinkedIn. I post the question there Sunday through Thursday mid-morning, usually Sunday evening uh, when I get around to it. But then I circle around the morning, Monday through Friday morning before the show, gather the answers, and bring them to you. Lead off with my answer and usually follow up at the end with Corey's answer. But today, hmm, she's taking a pass. She's taking a pass. So here we go. Perfect cup question of the day today is, if you were forced into a dance competition, what song would you choose to dance to? If you were forced into a dance competition, which in my case would definitely be uh, coerced or forced or at least um, a lot of liquid courage or other, maybe I ate a huge salad and felt froggy about dancing but uh if you were forced to, into a dance competition what song would you choose to dance to all right well let me start it wouldn't be um <laughs> kyle said he was confused and kind of uh kyle said he was confused by the word forced um it's kind of like when um uh, yeah i'm not gonna go down that road but uh just think, just think about it, Kyle. Like if you didn't want to go into a dance competition and they made you, that's what forced means. And that again, this morning is uh, definitions of words with Kyle. Uh, my answer for the perfect cup question today, I think I had to go old school. Um, something that I've, I've danced to my whole life, um, usually by myself in my bedroom. But uh, how about ice, ice baby? Vanilla Ice taken after uh, old Derek in uh, Step Brothers doing the, the dance competition for the talent show to Ice Ice Baby. There you go. <laughs> Backwood says, I can see where you were going. Down, what road you were going down? Um, talking about grape <laughs> or grapes. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, cuddle with a struggle, my man. Cuddle with a struggle. Uh, Canadian Farmstead weighed in with the shortest song in the world by Duncan Reed and the Big Heads, uh, taking it that uh, old Canadian Farmstead wants to get out there and get back. Uh, short and sweet, short and sweet for sure. Uh, Scramblin weighed in with uh, the Mama Dance, and I'm thinking that he didn't put a type uh, band. I have to guess. I'm going to go out on a limb here. What do you think? You think I could throw the dice and 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 probably 
determine that mama dance is by fish? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I listen every once in a while. I don't know the names of the songs for sure. Uh, James James from Gingerbread Farms weighed in, says minimum wage by the They Might Be Giants. I like They Might Be Giants. I first heard them on the Dr. Demento show way back on AM radio, sitting in my room trying to uh, t- trying to catch those cool songs that Dr. Demento would pit play. And uh, they may they may be giant might be giants were on there several several times. Um, let's see who is next on the list. We got two guys down here: uh, Canadian Farmstead and James says uh, say, say they don't dance. I dance if I have to. <laughs> Maybe we all should just do the safety dance. Um, Backwood says he dances sober now. Oh man. Mm white boy dancing uh brandon weighed in he says cotton eye joe by rednecks i'm pretty sure the beat is so heavy in that song that even um even uh james and james and canadian farmstead could uh smack their foot down to that one cotton eye joe by um by rednecks gingerbread farms uh reminds us that minimum wage is like seven seconds yeah i do remember that blip on the on one of their albums Pip weighed in. Pip, uh, our history guy, says uh, Pip doesn't dance either, but for the sake of sounds and movements, uh, he's going to pick Don't Miss from the Blues Stones. Uh, He was thinking about going with Orr's Hey Girl, but that song was a minute longer than the first pick. Sounds like everybody wants to uh, just get out, just get out, um, get out on the floor and get off, except for Kyle. He definitely wants to get off because... Kyle is going to ride that pony, ride that pony. He wants to go with a genuine's pony. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Are you sure you don't have a song? I might have to put out the song she was just tossing at me this morning. I don't know. I don't know. Backwoods Butcher says, um, hey, anybody out there want to see this on TikTok? He said he was going to add... add to his TikTok, he was going to start doing parody videos of all the country girls, country girls um, that wear the short shorts and like do the booty dances and stuff like that. Kyle was going to uh, do similar. Kyle, I think you could probably uh, shave that chest sweater into a bikini top and do uh, plenty of plenty of interesting things on TikTok. Oh no. Well, other than that, we had Golden Crickets ask if uh if the competition was solo or with a partner. I don't care. Um just throw an answer out there, but uh but anyway, those were the answers I got. It like I said, it was a short run through on a Friday. Get in, get out, short and sweet, and uh we'll move on to <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Dude, you need to stop talking about these ideas with me. Kyle says he didn't even think about shaving his uh, chest sweater into a bikini top. So there you go. There's your million-dollar idea. Um, (laughs) Gingerbread Farm says, I thought about saying achy, breaky heart just so you all have to sit there and listen to it while I stand next to Crusher and he growls. (laughs) <laughs> oh man oh this is gonna be a party for sure we got james standing on the sideline listening listening to achy breaky heart while kyle does uh the the slutty dance to pony uh with a, sh- a bikini shaved into his chest hair perfect <laughs> what a friday here on the lost project podcast Anyway, that is uh, all the answers I have for the perfect cup question of the day. Uh, If you enjoy it, please find it on Spotify. I pull it out as its own standalone feed and throw it over on Spotify. So if you could go over there and follow it, that's how we gain attraction over on Spotify. Any follows or reviews, and that goes for any of the podcast feeds, follows, reviews, and uh, interaction with the feed help the the, podcast. stats go up and i definitely appreciate that so be sure to check out that perfect perfect cup question of the day like i said every monday through thursday on 
the Telegram channel, Facebook, Noster, Twitter, Instagram, MeWe, and LinkedIn. Look for it, and we will catch up with it next week. And now back to the main show. Um, let's see. Backwoods Butcher said that's why people show up to my show for the for the insight into uh, how to make themselves look like a fool more. Um, <laughs> Ed Blakesley Acres says he's going to need to spike his coffee to get through all of that uh, interesting stuff. I'm going to sneeze, guys, I think. Uh, it's been sneaking up on me here. But it's not going to come out. I know it. Mm, you're going to watch me struggle with this for about the next 20 minutes. <coughs> mm, man. All right. Well, let's move on. And if I uh, take a big old sneeze, then uh, I will be back and we will we will continue. But anyway, let's get to that history segment brought to you by Pip over at DuctionCups.com. We run through it every day, some uh, some this day in history, on the date, some birthdays, some people that passed away, and then any holidays or celebrations that are going on. And um, we, uh, we wrap it up. And if you enjoy the history segment, you can head on over to the blog post after the show and uh, get links to any of the stories we've mentioned. They're just a little excerpt as we go through. And if you enjoy it, that much you should head on over to ductioncups.com and help support pip and uh and the duction cup crew over there and get the word out about their product it's fantastic and i uh and you see it every day if you watch on youtube old plugsy there is being held on to the cup with duction cup so um kyle says hey Corey," and uh did you know that if you say watermelon, either you'll sneeze or you'll not want to sneeze? Kyle says I should say watermelon, and I'm not sure why. Mm, I don't know. I didn't have to sneeze, but my nose is going to run. And um, uh, he says, bless you. And then James, I think James is trying to be mean. And he said, right, bless his heart. I know what that means, James. I've been in the South. I've I've been in the South for uh, quite a while now, and I know what that means. So you just uh, you watch your mouth. Backwoods Butcher says it'll stop you from from sneezing, and, uh, and just in case you didn't catch it earlier on the show uh, a month or two ago, and then uh, originally back when we were in Texas, if you squeeze your left thumb, Kyle, you can get over that gagging thing you have going on. So just a tip for you. All right, let's get to that history segment. Lots of history. July 14th, Friday, July 14th, 2023. Happy human, happy Friday, humans. Uh, Pip reporting in from Duction Cups from an unknown location. This Florida dude is taking day off from the Fiat mining and going to enjoy the day. Attaboy, Pip. Do enjoy lots of history. Uh, light <laughs> History, light, spending Friday Eve, cleaning up a few things. For a simple Friday, the Bitcoin price is about thirty thousand or so. Uh, yes, I forgot to grab the Bitcoin price as I uh, rolled in, and that's one of the things on my list. But Bitcoin at the very moment is thirty-one thousand three hundred and eighty-six dollars for one Bitcoin, and we're at the one hundred and ninety-fifth day of twenty twenty-three. Uh Let's see. Let's see what we got. Here is history. This day, July 14th, 1911, Harry Atwood, an exhibition pilot for the Wright Brothers, is greeted by President Taft after he lands his aeroplane on the south lawn of the White House, having flown from Boston. Atwood served as the chief instructor of the company's flight instruction school, where he schooled there from the time it opened until he quit on June 10th, 1912, because he could make more money in exhibition flights and because he was disenchanted with fellow instructor Arch Freeman. This day, July 14th, 1951, Ferrari takes the first Formula One Grand Prix victory at the British Grand Prix at Silverstone. July 14th, 1960, Jane Goodall, the ape lady, 
arrives at the Gombe Stream Reserve in present-day Tanzania to begin her study of chimpanzees in the wild. First traveled travel to Tanzania in 1960 at the age of 26 with no formal college training. Uh, at the time, it was accepted that humans were undoubtedly similar to chimpanzees, sharing over 98% of the same genetic code. However, little was known about chim chimpanzees' behavior or community structure. At the time she began her research, she says it was not permissible, at least not in ethological circles, to talk about an animal's mind. Only humans had minds, nor was it quite proper to talk about animal personalities. The stage, July 14th, 1965, Mariner 4 flyby of Mars takes the first close-up photos of another planet. Photographs take approximately six hours to be transmitted back to Earth. The fourth in a series of spacecraft intended for planetary exploration in flyby mode, Pips notes, looks at photos, turns out Mars is round two, silly flat Earthers. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tinfoil Tuesdays might have to take a, a sidetrack some week into uh, into NASA because how are we how are we getting photos back from from Mars in 1965? But the only thing we can do about Mars now is just get photos of Mars. Hmm. This day, July 14th, Mario Brothers is released in Japan, beginning the popular Super Mario Brothers franchise. It was designed by Shingeru Miyamoto and Junpei Yoki, Yoko, Yokoi, excuse me, Nintendo's chief engineer. Italian twin brother plumbers Mario and Luigi exterminate creatures emerging from the sewers by knocking them upside down and kicking them away. Pips notes, it was the late 80s and soda, the TV, and that little red dude jumping all over the screen. Ah, good times. Yes, yes, no shit. And here, Uncle B's, Uncle B's hip camp and campground and farm, farm, Uncle B's farm and hip camp. There is a little uh, lounge, uh, playroom, uh, what does he call it? Arcade. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't grab the, grab the name. But there is a, uh, a tabletop but full-size uh, video game cabinet with like 100 games on it, but joystick style, like the old arcade, but uh, big enough. It's like the top half of an old arcade game sitting in there. And uh, Mario Brothers, we walked by and I heard the music. Didn't even see the screen, heard the music as we were walking by. I came around the corner, I peeked in, there's two kids in there playing, and they were playing original number one Super Mario Brothers. And I was like, <laughs> man, that takes you back. That takes you back. So Super Mario survived all the way from 1983 here to 2023. That's a good 40 years, boys. And uh, kids still playing away on that um, on that Super Mario Brothers. Uh, let's see. July 14th, 2015, NASA's New Horizons probe performs the first flyby of Pluto and thus completes the initial survey of the solar system. It only took them uh, 40, 55 years to photo all the planets. Did they shoot one into the sun and get Mercury and uh, Venus on the way by? Pips notes, did it find out if Pluto considers itself a planet? <laughs> Does it identify as a planet? Uh, who had a birthday today? Who was born on July 14th, 1910? William Hanna, American animator, director, producer, and actor, co-founder of Hanna-Barbera. 1918, Fred Bauer, American chemist and founder of Pringles. <laughs> um, some of Bauer's ashes were buried in a Pringles can at his request. Bauer's children said they honored his request to bury him in one of the cans by placing a parts of his cremated remains in their original flavor Pringles container in his grave in suburban Springfield Township. The rest of his remains were placed in an urn buried along with the can, with some placed in another urn and given to one of Bauer's grandchildren. If you're going to be cremated, why bury the ashes? That just sounds like it's a little overkill. Anyway, um, overkill, get it? Uh, July 14th, 1932, Del Reeves, American country singer and songwriter. 1941, Manulana Karenja. Karenja. <laughs> American philosopher, author, activist. Uh, oh, yeah, she was he or she. I, 
I don't know what Malana a at the end in uh, in Spanish is usually feminine, but uh, I'm not sure. But they created Kwanzaa. I don't know what year Kwanzaa was established. Uh, 1966, Matthew Fox, American actor. 1988, Connor, uh, Connor McGregor, Irish mixed martial artist. Let's see who kicked off. Who died July 14th, 1827? Augustine Jean Frenzel, French physicist and engineer, reviver of wave theory of light, inventor of catadioptric lighthouse lens. Oh, interesting. Uh, July 14th, 1881, William H. Bonnie left us, a.k.a. Billy the Kid, American gunfighter and outlaw, shot and killed by Sheriff Pat Garnett in the Maxwell House in Fort Sumter, New Mexico. Hmm. This day, 1918, Quentin Roosevelt, American lieutenant and pilot. 1974, Carl Spatz, American World War II general, commander of the Strategic Air Force in Europe. And 1984, Ernest Tidyman, American author and screenwriter, American Academy Award winner for The French Connection. 1998, Rich, Richard McDonald, American businessman and co-founder of McDonald's. That was a sad day. They didn't have any Happy Meals on July 14th, 1998. Um, <laughs> Wait, Ivana Trump died? Interesting. I didn't even know that. Uh, July 14th, 2022, Ivana Trump, Czech American socialite model. Was, did she die? Really? Interesting. Huh. <laughs> what uh, holidays? Holidays today is Bastille Day um, on the 14th of July, 1789, when revolutionary insurgents uh, stormed and seized control of medieval armory fortress and political prison known as the Bastille. The Bastille then represented royal authority in the center of Paris. Backwoods Butcher says Ivana Trump fell down the stairs. See how much I'm plugged in, boys. <laughs> no idea. No idea. Um, let's see. Um, oh, wait. His current uh, wife is Milena, not Ivana, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he likes those Eastern Europeans. Uh, it's also Republic Day in Iraq, Victoria Day in Sweden. The birthday of the Crown Princess Victoria is the official flag flying day in Sweden. An annual celebration in Sweden in mid-July to celebrate Crown Princess Victoria's birthday. It was celebrated around the time of the princess's birthday, 14th of July, which is also Flag Flying Day. For milestone birthdays, the celebration may be held over multiple days. This birthday tradition started in 1979 with Crown Princess Victoria's second birthday. Pips notes, a country celebrates the birthday since she was two. Wonder if she's got an ego. <laughs> Anyway, do you enjoy your day that ends in the letter Y and take a day if you need one, even when you needed that day about two and a half months ago? <laughs> Pip did. Pip did. Hey, Pip, make sure you uh, enjoy your day. Enjoy your day off. Hope you grab that sunrise on the beach. Hope you're going to make the most of it. And I hope everyone that enjoys the history segment, lots of history, heads on over to that blog post, scrolls down through, checks out those links, and then ends up hitting DuckShimCups.com and finding themselves some ducks and some cups and spreads that duck love all over the jeep community thanks pip for putting that together and thank you guys for listening all right all right uh, james says throw me in a hole with an acorn one more tree yeah um so i was actually watching some stuff obviously with the graveyard stuff on tiktok i get a uh, a lot of suggested stuff about um other gravestones, cemeteries, undertakers, uh, all sorts of shit like that. One of the things that I follow that is very intriguing to me is um, is um, the natural composting of humans and these companies that are doing it. Basically, you get put in a box and uh, it's almost like a compost tumbler. And then they just, there is a certain amount of time that it takes for one body to decompose to be uh, ready to go into the ground. And basically they put you in this tumbler with uh, soil and bacteria and it's natural. There's no um, 
formaldehyde or anything. And they, they, they um, compost you basically. And then they plant a tree in the soil directly made from you. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, why not? I uh, burn me up, burn me up and spread me around. Uh, Corey, Corey feels the same. She wants to be, uh, she wants to be lit up and, uh, I'll probably carry a bunch of her around and drop her as I travel because something ever happened to her. I'm guessing I would take a long, uh, a long walk, um, by myself somewhere, probably on a trail and, uh, and let her experience it along with me and contemplate, uh, our time together, I think is, uh, uh, the way I would have to deal with that. So. Hopefully, hopefully I never have to go through that because she um, she is going to uh, she's going to be sorry because she's going to outlive me by a long time. <laughs> so anyway, what do we have on the list here? James, I will get you that link later. If I don't drop me a message and I'll send it to you, I'll have to dig in and find it. Um, do you follow those people, the, the natural composting people on um, the literally naturally composting people? <laughs> All right. What do we have on the list today? South Dakota residents. Um, so Corey and I decided to be South Dakota residents. The reason we picked South Dakota, James asked earlier, was that um, it was next to Minnesota. Uh, the plan always was to sell our property in Minnesota, hit the road, stop in South Dakota on the way by, and... Um, and get our residency and get our vehicles changed over, get our registrations and uh, insurance taken care of and get that all set. Um, if you remember what happened, our house sale fell through in September. We needed to go to SRF in October when we took off and um, we hadn't sold the house yet. And you can't own property. You can't be residents in two states at the same time. So with our property in Minnesota in our names, uh, we were unable to go there until we sold. We went to SRF. We decided to head to Texas instead of back to Minnesota because if we had gone back, we were going to have to winterize the trailer and be stuck here until stuck there until spring, uh, at least April, unless we made like a cannonball run out and um, did this trailer somewhere south where it wasn't frozen and dewinterized it. But um, we couldn't really sell the house. So if we were going to go back to Minnesota, we were going to have to take the house off the market uh, and start again in the spring. And I wasn't uh, comfortable with that. I wanted to get it sold. I didn't want to miss out on that eight months of the economy possibly crashing. So we took off to Texas. Um, the house sold. We had already done all the research into uh, doing this process in South Dakota and didn't want to start again. We had already rented a um, a mailbox, an address, basically a physical address. I, I, I actually have a physical mailbox in Box Elder, South Dakota that I pay for that gives me a, um, a physical address. I also um, had to fill out an affidavit saying that I will return to uh, South Dakota when we're done traveling um, to take up residency. Uh, unless something happens, unless something happens, there always is a, um, caveat there that, uh, it just might not. I mean, maybe we find someplace we like better on our travels, but the intention is to come back to South Dakota. And so that's what this trip basically was, was to come up here. Uh, you have to spend one day, I think it's 24 hours. They say overnight, they say 24 hours. It's kind of up for determination, but if you're going to come here, we, as far as we were traveling, we're going to be in South Dakota for um, eight days, I think. So that was no issue. Um, the first process was getting the licenses. It didn't have to be the first process, but the first process for us is getting the licenses. Uh, doing the registrations and insurance are, we have to do those in the county that we are um, residents of, where our physical address is. And that's all the way on the west side of South Dakota. We, um, this was our first stop. It was on the east side, uh, barely in the southeast corner of South Dakota. 
And so we decided to take this time to try to go get our licenses. That's what we had to do together. I couldn't go get Corey's license for her. So she works next Monday and Tuesday. Um, and so we were trying to knock that out here. You can do that any any driver's license office in the state. And so we decided, let's do it. Let's get it out of the way. Yesterday was the first day that we didn't really have anything going out. But we we wanted to sit for a minute on the first day we were here because we had just traveled for four, four days in a row. We said, we'll try to get this taken care of on Thursday. If we run into any issues, we'll be able to do it on Friday. And then if for some reason there was some hiccup, some document we couldn't get or whatever proof, we were able, we were going to have some time to be able to scramble. And I, we were going to try to take care of it again next Tuesday before we left the state. Corey was going to have to take another day off of work and we were going to do it then. Well, we uh, took off yesterday, had all the documents that it said on the list. It was, um, you know, the, the typical birth certificate, social security card, current driver's license. Uh, we needed a receipt that said we stayed uh, in South Dakota, which uh, Uncle B was kind enough to uh, mess around with his printer and uh, get that to us. It was uh, it was interesting for sure. He is on the 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 non-technical side that most of you guys um, would appreciate. Most some of you guys. Um, yeah, it was it was I appreciate the man for sure, for sure. Uh, going that extra mile and getting us that receipt. But anyway, we had that and um, also proof that uh, well, we didn't have the proof that we had our address, but I had an email. And I was hoping that that was going to be sufficient. So we take off. We're going to go. My idea was we were going to go to a small community. Um, didn't want to go into Sioux Falls um, if we could avoid it, you know, just for line's sake, for one. But uh, it, it's in my experience that the closer you get to a population, the, the more miserable the employees are at any government facility. So our MO was we're going to find a small community uh, DMV, go in there, hopefully just knock it out. Hopefully they knew the rules because that was kind of forewarned from the mailbox company we use. We, um, so they have a how-to, a tips and tricks. Like they, this is what they cater to. So they put the information out there. I will be putting out probably blog posts, videos, and uh, probably a whole podcast episode on the process of, being full-time on the road and where to get um, residency and how to do that. Uh, it seems to be a popular uh, question I get. So uh, anyway, we took off to the DMV that was about, what was that first one? It was like 14 miles away or so in a small town. It was the county seat out this way. And we pulled up to this really cool old uh, county office building, huge old um, stone building. Uh, I was like, okay, I can, this is cool. I uh, go in here. And so we walk in, we're looking at the billboard thing, uh, the directory looking for the uh, DMV and there isn't any listed on there. It's not listed. And we're like in this weird split entry. If you've been into these old buildings, you kind of come into the lobby and there's like five steps down and a whole flight of stairs up. And the billboard said floor one, two, and three. And we're kind of looking do we go down to the first floor or do we go up to the first floor? Because there was no floor past the lobby. You either went down or up. And um, so we're standing there kind of dumbfounded looking at the sign and some guy walks up and he goes, Hey, can I help you find anything? And I'm like, yeah, we're looking for, um, Hey, is this, uh, is this the first floor or is this the first floor? Do you go down or up to get to the first floor? Cause we were assuming that, uh, that you got your license at the treasurer office. Cause that's kind of what it was listed with. <clears throat> and he's like, he's like, well, you go up to get to the first floor, but what are you looking for? And, uh, we said, Oh, we need to get driver's license. He goes, okay, well that's the first Tuesday of every month. I'm like, what? He's like, they come here and do it the first Tuesday of every month. And so that will be August that time. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I said, OK, is there any place around here that it's the, the fourth, uh, the fourth Thursday of the month? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. 
He's like, my suggestion to you is drive 30 miles to South of Sioux Falls instead of trying to hop around to all these little communities and find out the one that they're at today. Okay. Okay, man. I guess I'll go to the city. I guess Sioux Falls isn't that bad of a city. Not that big, I guess. So off we go to Sioux Falls. So this is trip uh, number two, I guess. Uh, it was continuation of trip one. We get to Sioux Falls. We wait in line for a few minutes, and uh, it was pretty slick setup. I uh, I appreciate this DMV. It was not a horrible experience by any means um, in the actual DMV and going through the process. But we um, we showed up and uh, we showed up. We waited in a small line. You could make an appointment or you could be walking. So there were a couple lines for that. You go up to a desk and they ask what you want to do. They make sure you have all your documents uh, that are required for whatever process you're doing. They give you an application for license renewal, new license, we, what we were doing. And as we're going through the documents, I, I provide my birth certificate, my social security card, my current license, our receipt. Um, and I asked her about the email. She said, yep, we have an email. You can email the document. We'll just print it out and, um, and it'll be good. And then Corey gives her her driver's license and her birth certificate and her social security card. And the lady says, do you have your marriage certificate? And I'm like, what? I said, I have her or a maiden name social security card. So that doesn't work. You need you mean documentation all the way through. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I have the original social security card with the social security number and name that match her birth certificate. The number matches the same for the new social security card with the name that matches her driver's license. How do we need the marriage certificate? Like, how could she get these documents? And she's like, well, you just need it. I'm like, now in the back of my head, I understand that I have it in the safe, in the trailer, but I didn't want to drive a half an hour home and a half an hour back. And especially the fact that Corey politely reminded me that she said, well, I said I was going to need that. And I'm like, it wasn't anywhere on the list of documents to bring. I go off the list. They didn't say anything about marriage certificates and I've not changed my name ever. So I didn't, I didn't calculate that. Miscommunication, I guess. Miscommunication. So anyway, she says, yes, you need your marriage certificate. Brian and Corey jump in the truck and drive back to the campsite, pick up the, the marriage certificate and head back. Wait in line. New guy. Guy. Yep. Everything. Good, 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 good. Here's the application. <laughs> Backwoods Butcher says, that's always helpful when they remind you you were wrong. <laughs> and we got a hashtag listen to Corey. uh gingerbread says he has all that emailed to himself yeah they needed originals on uh, most of the documents the only thing that they um the only thing that they i could email them was uh what's up digs how we doing over on uh on twitch thanks for stopping in again um that was uh the only thing that they could grab as far as um as far as a copy were like receipts things that was uh, digital was fine but the, the documents had to have seals, press seals and stuff. So it is what it is. I guess when you're getting a real ID, because that's required here in South Dakota, uh, they need the documentation documentation to be pretty tight. So anyway, um, so we, well, <laughs> Backwoods Butcher says, my buddy is the town clerk now, so I'm golden on most things. That was my hope going to the small, the small, um, facility would be a kind of a little leniency here or there if uh if the receipt wasn't exactly right or everything wasn't exact maybe there was going to be a little bit more leniency in a small town was my thought but anyway we got uh, all our documents approved and grabbed our application filled them out i think we waited for like 45 minutes about 45 minutes is all uh if you had an appointment you could show up and got called up right away we were watching like the call pattern in there and about 45 minutes later, they called our number. We went up. We did it together. Um, we sat there and we talked to the girl. The girl was very pleasant, uh, very, very pleasant. And um, she wasn't really, <laughs> uh, 
Cable Hunk wonders if there's any funny questions on the application form. Um, mm, funny? Mm, I don't know. Um, she was really pleasant. The application, I think the only thing that really stood out to me other than um, the normal address, whatever it was, they gave you the option to not change your voter registration. So there was a box that said, use my use use this application information to update my voter registration. And then there was a big checkbox that said, do not use this information to update my um, um, update my voter registration. So I was like, do not. I don't care. Um, I could vote in South Dakota, I guess. Now, um, I haven't voted in years, so it really is irrelevant. But uh, I, th I found it interesting that they gave you the option to not um, update your shit. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe you want to do it in person, I guess. Anyway, uh, we got called up. We were going through the documentation, uh, check your eyes, uh, get a picture. And we were concerned the whole time that, you know, uh, everything I've experienced in my life when getting a new driver's license is they would cut the corner. They would um, pop void through it. So it was no good. And they would give it back to you with a paper copy of the receipt for the new license. And then you sat and waited for um waited for the receipt to sh or the new license to show up um and in the meantime every time you needed to use your id you needed to pull out that that voided one for the picture and then the paper receipt unfold it fold it back when i was smoking it was uh, every day going to the the gas station having to unfold that thing because they were required to id me at that uh, at that time and uh and then it just like wants to fall apart by the six weeks Six weeks in Minnesota to get four to six weeks to get a license in your hand. So we were concerned that they were going to give us our Minnesota license back and then give us a receipt from South Dakota. And it was going to be um, just a mess while we um, while we were doing that. And so um, we were shocked. We were shocked. We were standing there. Corey got all her information done. She got her eyes done. She got uh, her picture taken. And the girl's like, well, here you go. Check this and make sure everything's right on there. And she hands her her license instantly. And we were so excited. We're like, oh, so this is going to be done done today. We were thinking that it was going to be done. I was concerned that um, like they were going to scan everything in and then it was going to go in and go through a review process and then get kicked back for some reason while we were on the road and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, they handed the license. It was still warm out of the thing. So that tells you um, that tells you how bullshit any of these places are that are like, oh, it's going to be four to six weeks for it. That thing literally took uh, like 18 seconds to produce all the holograms, all the overwriting, all everything, secured ID done like under a minute. Yeah, government at its finest. South Dakota, props to you. Props to you, people walking out, not waiting in the mail for their ID. Back with Butcher says he had to wait two months. Shocked, absolutely shocked that the license came right there. Bam, done. I was so impressed. Um, one thing that, uh, that I, I kind of teased a little bit in the group last night that I was, um, the, um, had a little bit of a rant, a little bit of an issue with, but I kind of touched on it earlier. The thing that really irritates me and being the logical thinker, um, troubleshooting, logical steps, things need to make sense, things need to add up. I can't understand why someone would require a document. Someone needs to require a document that cannot be substituted with the documents used to acquire said document. Corey and I were trying to remember what documents we used to get her marriage certificate. And we believe it was her driver's license and her social security card. It may have been social security card, driver's license and birth certificate. Doesn't matter. We had all three. 
if I have all these documents and I was able to obtain a marriage certificate with it, why do I need a marriage certificate also? I don't understand. If I want orange juice and I need oranges and water to get orange juice, the only reason I can't give you the orange juice is because you don't want to make it. It's the same thing. It's just in a different form. So when you want a marriage certificate and I'm required to have XYZ to get it, why can't I use that as proof of the said document? Because I didn't go through the motions to do it. It's kind of asinine. Not a big deal. Just something that I was irritated that um, I didn't think of that, that I skipped over it. Uh, Corey did mention to it. I mentioned it to me. I will uh, definitely admit that when we were talking it, uh, talking about it over the over the course of time. But I was focused on the checklist that the company that was telling me how to do it, focusing on that checklist, focusing on that checklist, and as a male, the patriarchy, man, the patriarchy just gets those women down. They make them change their names and all this shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Man, I've never changed my name. I didn't ever even think of marriage certificate, but man, it cost us an extra hour. And we got to spend more time in the car together. So she loves me. Anyway, we got out of there and uh, we were super impressed. We got our licenses and that was all taken care of. And uh, so we took off. We were on our way back. We were like, hey, we're going to go um, hang out at the campsite. Let's grab some beers. And so we swing into a gas station and we get the beers. I was like, oh, man, maybe they'll ID me like the shit was still warm. We had just it was one exit away from the DMV. Doesn't ID me for the beer. And uh, I uh, so we were like, hey, let's get some scratch off tickets because we like to play a scratch off ticket in a new state. And then it's like a game. We have to remember to cash them in before we leave the state. Otherwise, they're no good. And so we uh, we grabbed 20 bucks and we threw it in the it had a like um the soda machine dispenser for the for the lottery tickets and um it was uh we're trying to put the money in i'm trying to jam this 20 dollars bill in this thing and it was like wouldn't go in and i'm like what the fuck Corey looks up and she says you need to um you need to scan that uh, you scan that uh your license to activate it to turn it on because it proves your age to buy the tickets because they're un, unmanned. And I'm like, oh, no shit. I get to scan my license. I was so excited. I got my license out. Within 10 minutes of having the damn thing, I bought lottery tickets with it. And these people are probably like, the dude came all the way to South Dakota to get a license just to buy lottery tickets. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Backwoods. ID you. Uh, he says, I'm probably old enough to be the kid's dad. Actually, the woman that rang us up, was a little older. I don't think I could have been her dad. Oh no! She was like oh, the first one was, and then she walked away. She didn't like me. Corey was uh, Corey was impressed that the camera didn't pick up my gray streaks and my beard. Just a little bit of a divot in the bottom, and it looked nice and full. Like it doesn't. It's not as full as it looks in my picture. But I was impressed. I was like, man, I like those cameras in South Dakota. They make me look like I can grow facial hair. <laughs> Oh man, 53 minutes on a Friday. We uh, we got to get to that 10K giveaway, but I wanted to mention, I got a, a message yesterday, a notification during the day that Bitcoin hit a 52 week high. It was up 5% yesterday. Uh, I've seen 10%, uh, up 10% within 24 hours within the last week, a couple of 5%. Bitcoin is starting to uh, trickle up there, guys. It's starting to creep up. And if you got a stack that's going to obviously go up in value, Say you're comfortable with the value of your stack of Bitcoin right now in your software wallet, but the price doubles. What if the price of Bitcoin doubles and that stack is uh, looking a lot nicer and you might want to secure it? Today might be the time. Now might be the time when you can uh, when you can do it. You can take your time and not worry about it. Uh, I would suggest possibly looking at the Blockstream Jade. I've used it. I've kind of messed around with it got busy before our trip and haven't been able to document um, procedures or anything like that. I'd be happy to help you walk through getting it set up and getting uh, getting going with it. If you look in the video notes or the audio notes or on the web page, I have a affiliate link for Blockstream and a 10% discount code, the lots project. You can find the link and the code in uh, all the video notes, all the audio notes for the podcast 
and over on the site if you go just to the lotsproject.com in the in the um banner side on the side on a desktop or if you scroll all the way to the bottom on mobile you'll see Blockstream jade click on that banner <coughs> use discount code the lots project and grab yourself Blockstream jade for the price it is definitely worth it definitely um definitely worth it and so I also do cryptocurrency consulting. If you want to get in on this Bitcoin thing, you just don't understand it, you want to get started, you just need to know the basics, reach out to me. Go to lotsproject.com and fill out a, uh, put your email address in and book a 30-minute consultation. We'll talk about where you want to be, a roadmap to get you there, and if I can help you or not. And if I can, then we'll book some time. We'll figure it out. I'll show you, uh, I'll, I'll show you, I'll throw you an amount, a, uh, a fee, and if it's good with you, we'll go on, but let's talk for 30 minutes. See where you want to go in crypto. Maybe you're far ahead of me and I can't help you, but uh, I can send you to someone that can. So just looking to meet people, 30 minutes free, thelotsproject.com right there on the main page. Uh, drop an email address in and book a 30-minute appointment today. Anyway, let's get to that 10K giveaway and uh, get somebody some sats to put in that new hardware wallet that they pick up and uh, order through my affiliate link. 10k giveaway uh hashtag south dakota if you're not in now you got a few seconds here while i get the screen brought up and uh, get shared and then we will roll and we will get end up getting out of here uh item of the day today but while i'm getting this set up is uh the anchor 337 or that power core 26k as it's known it's just a backup battery. The things are great. It's been an item of the day before. You all know about the Anchor. If you don't, scroll down into those notes, click on that review that I did, or uh, head right to Amazon and take my word for it. Pick one up. They're always nice to have for a little backup power. All right. All right. Not everyone can win all their Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, Gingerbread Farm says we need to set up a tutorial podcast for uh, setting up the jade might be able to do that might be able to do that all right let's uh let's add this uh in we have uh how many people we got we got six six kyle's got a good guy a good chance we got more people watching than we got in but here we are going to spin away for that 10k Corey, anybody any predictions on who's gonna win no no all right, here we go. Round and round we go. Who's going to win? It'll probably be Kyle. <laughs> oh, let's see. Canadian Farmstead. Canadian Farmstead. Congratulations. Congratulations, Canadian Farmstead. 10K giveaway winner. Kyle, give that boy some shit. I'm pretty sure he was a uh, he's a multiple-time winner of the the 10k giveaway we will uh we'll at least do it one more time uh probably through july i'm not sure if we'll go on beyond that but um hmm, we'll see we'll see we'll see i guess those bikini picks weren't quite good enough kyle um didn't win this week sorry couldn't rig it i couldn't make you win every week that would get a little suspicious but anyway anyway we're gonna take a good weekend here I had an interview with Sean Mills last night. I haven't even been able to, to, to log in and see. I'm pretty sure it played. I got to get the blog post and the, and the podcast up this morning when I'm processing this. Um, so, yeah, Sean Mills, last day for his Kickstarter today. If you're interested in DC power, uh, DC water pump power, uh, solar water pump power, he's doing a Kickstarter and a documentary with it. Head on over there. Um, I can grab you the link if you want it. I, uh, I I didn't grab it again. Or you can check out Sean at Hack My Homestead, and there's a drink link over there. But that ends today, so hurry up if you want to get in on that Kickstarter. Look for the podcast coming out today. Other than that, guys, I'm going to enjoy this weekend, get set up, and rock and roll next Monday. We'll be on the road still all the way till the end of July, so another uh, couple weeks first week in the books and it's been great we've really enjoyed it hopefully everything goes smooth as we roll around down the road i'll be sure to see you guys on telegram and across socials this weekend but it's going to be family time and hanging out and uh enjoying south dakota and uh yeah we will be back with you on monday so 
If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Nostra Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, or on Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Make it a great weekend. Have a good one, and we will catch up with you on Monday. Smile.